This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Happy Roo Year! Ring in the Roo Year! Roo better work. All Roo can eat. Reap what Rousseau. Only Rue can prevent forest fios. Honey, we are back, back, back again to burn you with a brand new season of Race Chaser. That's right. <sighs> our coverage of season 14 and a new cast of drag entertainresses is happening right now. You're listening to it. Oh my God. When am I going to watch the CNTs or RuPaul's season 14 opening? Oh, good. I'll do both. Do you have a special talent? What's your special talent? I've seen what you do, but if it's on the CNTs, it sure ain't dancing. <laughs> Honey, well, I didn't want to steal the thunder from RuPaul, who does a number this week. Um, she does. On, on the runway, we got Ross Matthew all ringed up. Um, yes. they, somebody liked it, so they put a ring on it. And Lizzo's mm-hmm. here. So get Not ready for act. season... I don't want you to be confused. <laughs> Okay, get ready for season 14's big opening number one. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Forever. Dog. Race chaser. Hello. Hello. Hello, and welcome back to Race, Race Chaser. Chaser. All oh, Caron. Doom, 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 doom. <laughs> Get it? It goes downward. Down, set up. Mm-hmm. I see right, it. I right, right. A podcast dedicated to the discussion, dissection, and dissemination of every single episode of RuPaul's Drag Race. Starting from the very beginning. This is the beginning. My name's Alaska. What's yours? Hello, I'm Willem. Uh, we're being told from the booth that it's <laughs> not en current, it's l'actuel. L'actuel. For the current well, one. I have, I'm l'actuel intolerant, so we'll stick with en current. <laughs> en current. And this we prefer like as Como few consonants as possible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Except French. Uh, we just we wanted to let you know, and so your children will someday know, that we covered all of season 13 with the glorious Simone Simone winning. Mm-hmm. And of course, All Star Season 6, where Kylie Sonique Love took Everybody the say home. love. Los Angeles is really crushing it uh these days. Yeah, and honestly. now we are so proud to announce that we are beginning a new season, season 14. Oh, That's these, right. The the dolls are assembling for season 14 and the the booty is $100,000 and it's powered by Cash App. We're not. That's right. Our pretty little pussies are powered by all form and we're sitting on their plush little sofas <laughs> right now. <laughs> Honey, it's lush, plush, smooth and sleek. <laughs> lush plush and 
filled with brush. <laughs> oh, this is season You'll 14. You'll never find such an easy chair. How? <laughs> easy like Sunday horn. Um, season 14 is a derivative of season 7, meaning if you double it, you get dolls. And season 7 was the last time we had a split opening, right? In a normal season? <laughs> well, I don't know about your white party weekend and split uh, openings. Wait, no, I'm that was season sure. 6. Season it. 6 was, was the first split opening. They did. I think they've they've mirrored it. I mean, there was the pork chop, kind of the, mm-hmm. the sort of false beginning with the lip sync battles but yes it's a it's a split premiere which is now a term thank you willow pill did you hear that pork shop did a gig in um bolivia no. did she really they called her carnitas <laughs> oh my god i don't even know oh my god cash that's cash app the the prize is not powered by the belay brothers mm-hmm. uh and it's also cash app it's not ketchup we thought it was ketchup. Powered <laughs> by ketchup. Powered by a spicy in-house ketchup. Right. But I love that. I love how streamlined this machine is. It just starts straight out. We see the workroom and we see the first queen enter. There's no opening scene. There's no RuPaul doing a, you know, a number in front of balloons. She said, baby, I don't have time. Make those other girls go before me. <laughs> It's so streamlined. They said, you know what? These kids get it. Just do season 14. Let's go. And just straight into it. Honestly, there's no preview of this girl winning last year and then Raja walking in on season one no. before she's even no, on the no, show no. on season three. Zahara Benet. Right. No, 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 no. None of it. They said these these are the new girls. And the first girl in the door is Alyssa Hunter from Puerto Rico. Yes. Mm-hmm. Hola. She's- I hope you guys are ready to be slayed because it's hunting season, bitches. Bow and arrow. And I, you know, I operated a bow and arrow in Sharknado. So I understand how difficult it is to do that on camera. So I, I, I bond with her over this. Um, yeah. (laughs) Watching her fumble with the little bow thing. It just felt, um, felt a little prop queenie. They might have told her, don't actually pull it back because it's very dangerous. Like when I was on set on Sharknado, I was on set. I'm, I'm, I'm an actor <laughs> in Hollywood. Did um, you wear red hair no, or brown hair? <laughs> it was red hair. Okay, good. It, they told me not to like, it's very dangerous because those things can go flying and someone can lose an eye. Even if Years it's like ago, a Years ago, that's how they killed animals to eat. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it's just, it just it feels like the bow is also making her look bigger, which I don't think a drag queen has ever it's said. Ooh, teeny. make me look bigger. You know, <laughs> right, it, exactly. it feels like it feels like a a bow for ages like nine to fourteen, not full grown okay. adult. But well, um, she looks beautiful. She's a heavy hitter. She looks gorgeous, and she's a heavy hitter. She has won four of the biggest pageants on the island of Puerto Rico, and she really can do it all. Uh, is she, she's a continental girl, right, Alyssa Hunter? Mm, no. Oh, okay. Well, tune in here for false, <laughs> false facts and speculation based on nothing. <laughs> based on whims and whimsy. <laughs> We're very whimsical. The next girl we got coming through is Bosco. She says, Bosco. 
All right, let's, let's get out there today and make a difference. Will, <laughs> if you're listening, I really would like to pull Bosco from Seinfeld because there's an episode where a, a very old woman, and it's the woman who was the rapping grandma from The Wedding Singer, but she's on her deathbed. <laughs> she starts screaming out, Bosco! 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 <laughs> what are you trying to say? Bosco! Bosco! <laughs> we know who she wants to win. Okay. <laughs> She's pulling for him. Is um, Bosco says, all right, let's get out there today and make a difference. So funny. Yeah, I like it. Uh, she, She's not trying yeah. to do too much. She's just trying to be quirky and weird. Um, she and says looks she's like gorgeous. Oh yeah, fully realized look. She says she's like the Teletubbies if they if they were a devil, and she's very yes. competitive. She said, "Hi, I'm Bosco. Hi, I'm from Puerto Rico. <laughs> Hello. Uh, anyway, no, <laughs> I mean these go- these girls are so gorgeous and just sizing each other up." Uh, and then in walks in cornbread, the snack, jeté. That's K T S J. And she says, "Is you hungry? Cause bitch, I'm baked." And we know cornbread from Los Angeles. Yes, we do. Always bringing it with the energy and the performance on stage. That's how I know her. I know her as like she will crack you the fuck up. With her numbers mm-hmm. that Definitely. she does on stage, she is a thrill to watch at all times. Um, and Absolutely. she's originally she's originally from South Carolina, um, and she has a lot to say. We already know she's going to be the talking head of the season. Um, yes, and she's already entertaining. She says, "Do not adjust your television set. I am this big in person." <laughs> she's iconic. I'm obsessed with her. And next up, we have Willow Pill, or Woo Woo Woo, as RuPaul calls her, all episode long. I love and that she just... probably all season long, let's face it. Honestly, how many times does RuPaul butcher her name? She picks someone new every season to butcher their name. Right. Yeah. And you can't correct her. <laughs> Don't try it. I didn't. I said, no, no. Um, Willow Pill says, where am I? <laughs> It's so funny. Yeah, I love I'm, that her shirt so says nice angle. Of her. <laughs> it was so nice of her to promote my new single, XOXOY2K. Um, you know, we we didn't even coordinate this. She just heard the song and just was really inspired by it and loved it and just wanted to base her entrance look, which they filmed about a year ago on my song that just came out. So it was very yeah. nice of her. I, I really feel like the girls don't get what she's doing, that this is actually like performance art, like her dressing like an extra from Never Been Kissed. <laughs> Honey. Straight up, this platform flip flop and everything. Like Cornbread reads her and says, she says, comfy couture. And then she makes another comment about going to the beach with uh, old Willow Pill's shoes. They won't let the shoes go. They won't let the whole look go. I mean, Alyssa Hunter is a pageant girl and she sees blood in the water. Mm -hmm. She sees this look and they are underestimating Willow Pill so much in this moment because if you, I mean, her other work in drag really speaks volumes for what she's capable of. But she comes in in this look 
I think by design to, you know, to let the other girls underestimate her mm-hmm. for this moment. She and said it's it, hilarious. She said it breast without saying angle at all. <laughs> angle. <laughs> what is this tweet that came across our desk? There's a tweet from Mark Sinista at Hillary Scruff, and he says, Willow Pill's entrance look is actually a postmodern commentary on hyper-accelerationism of drag due to RPDR while simultaneously referencing the resurgence of early 2000s fashion. Wow. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, I'm here for that. Yeah, I, I it's think... It's art. She, yeah, I think she's just giving, like, like, the era of the Fendi baguette, the mall... Like Von Dutch um, Sparkle Clutch. You, you chunky think highlights it, way too much. You think it's Coke, but it might be K. <laughs> I I caught that reference from XOXOY2K. <laughs> Thank you. Well, speaking um, of K. Well, the book Shut up. The- Shut up, bitch. You don't know shit. You can't believe everything they tell you in San Francisco. What happens at Oasis stays at Oasis. Oh wow! All that gone. All that gone. Uh huh. Do you want to talk about your gig? What gig? <laughs> the gig at Princess and Oasis. It was a lovely gig. I heard it was legendaria. It was so much fun. We had a fucking ball. We met the pediatrician who wrote into Hot Goss. You did. Mm-hmm. I did. Did yep. you get a prescription? He didn't bring his pad, the bastard. I asked specifically. Oh. And okay. then I saw him at the afters. Ooh. And Ooh. you know how at the afters you always go in one room and somebody's just passed out? He was passed out. Uh. Wow. But then, That's who I, I want caring for my children at the Right. Hospital. And then he was ne- he was we were like talking to somebody else and they were in the room and he's like, oh yeah, he fucked me too. He said he was a tender lover. And I was like, Tender. I was like, I asked for nuggets, not tenders. Honey, I'll go to the tenderloin if I'm looking for a lover. I'm not going to the tenderloin, honey. No. I was in the Castro or the Mission, not the tenderloin. Um, But yeah, so we met him. And we'll talk more about that on Hot Goss. I love that. Willow Willow says that she hasn't done drag in over a year. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine not doing drag for a year? That would be excruciating for me. Yeah. Oh, of course. And her and sunglasses keep falling her, off. <laughs> right. Her sunglasses are Raja O'Hara, O'Hara-ing all over the place. Yeah, they definitely. just, they will not stay on the hat. Well, and the other girls are like, mm. the other I'm girls just... are like, uh, another busted girl can't keep her sunglasses on her hat. Uh, I do uh, understand the, off, other, the other girls not getting the the joke right away, I'd say, because some of her look is unpolished, much like her toenails. Um, like you know the she hat. She painted toenails. Did she? Because I didn't see. She did. I didn't, I didn't. Well, she didn't have an accent toenail. Um. Oh. You the need that sparkly accent the hat, nail. The hat that didn't fit. That's fine. You got to cut it up the back and fit it over the wig. I get it. But then to have black bobby pins <laughs> over a white hat with blonde hair, honey, this is the race. You need to spray paint those bobby pins white, bitch. It's the entrance look. It is no. the only unjudged look. It is unscored. Unjudged. It is unjudged. Are straight people Wear watching the show? Wear whatever the fuck you want. No. No. Wear it. Wear it. Uh-uh. Do it. Don't do it. Do it, Diva. Don't do it, Diva. Don't do it, well, Diva. Well, I have one pod. thing to say. Baby, you already know every kiss begins with a K. <laughs> um, 
Yeah. That was certainly the case for you at, uh, in San Francisco the other day. Shady bitch. Uh, I, I, I don't know why you think anybody would believe that I would do narcotics. <laughs> Narcotica. <laughs> Narcotica. <laughs> Narcotica. A party in my nose. Narcotica. You can well, blow I'm... it in my ball. Um, Carrie Colby walks in, stunning, dressed in the pran- trans pride. I almost said trans tried colors. Uh, trans pride colors. Trans tried. Trans tried. Trans tried. Um, she has a beautiful, <laughs> dusty blue root, a pink tip, um, mm. wig unit. It's beautiful. She's beautiful. Um, and she says her drag is bodacious, which is such a great word. Big boobs. She says mm-hmm. no waste. She doesn't say a little waste. She says no waste. Right. It doesn't butt. exist. It doesn't exist. The limit does not exist. Um, and it's nice to see the LA girls seeing each other and getting all Twitter paid and excited. She says that her and Cornbread are very excited to see each other. And yes. we get a mention of one of the most legendary drag families um, currently yep. in the world, the Colbys. Um, the Colbys, darling. And, the Colby and, Carringtons, darling. Mm-hmm. She says, my mother is a Miss Continental. Sasha Colby, I mean, heard of her? and everybody goes, oh, mm-hmm, uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh. yes. Mm-hmm. And Willow exclaims that she just can't stop staring at Carrie, and Carrie is absolutely one of those captivating beauties that mm-hmm. you can't Look you away can't from. take your eyes off of. And it's so exciting to see her here representing boldly trans girls i mean thank you gia gun for paving the way uh thank and you. inventing i mean trans-ness. i'm pretty sure uh, I, drag- I, I honestly christine jorgensen owes gia gun break it down for us so miss gia gun miss gia gun tweeted something like uh, she's glad she opened the so door for an openly nice. trans woman to walk into the yes. workroom um and an openly trans person is what she said. So happy to see a trans person on an actual season of Drag Race. The doors that have opened. That's the wording. That's and the then wording. so so and then ne- everybody. Gottmik said, "I love my fake season." And then Gia said, "Let me clarify, trans women." And then Sonique texted okay. a gif of herself in her workroom look, <laughs> pointing to herself, saying, "Me." <laughs> um, uh, Caswell said, let's not give Gia attention. Bitter Betty says, oh, it only took 14 years of someone screaming at the top of our lungs were being discriminated against by our own community. Another show leading the way. Um, Bitter Betty ain't wrong at all, but I do see what Gia's... And then Peppermint comes in spinning, doing her toxic clap. Stronger. <laughs> I, I do see what Gia's saying because when um, Pep walked in, she... As far as production knew, she wasn't trans. When Kenya walked in, as far as production knew, she wasn't trans. Jiggly the same. Um, Sonique. Kylie they, Sonique, the first so, time around. Like, yes. Sonique, they knew, but they didn't talk about it. Right. She, she talks about it on the reunion, but it's all semantics at this point. No one can take individual credit. No one can take credit. No, she right. can. She can. <laughs> she just might be a little wrong. But for, for a season... Is Carrie the first normal season girl to walk in out and proud trans other than Cade? He's a trans man. Well, I, Cornbread walked in first. Um, I, don't know if she, I don't know if she was out at that point or something. She said Carrie helped her realize her transness and stuff like that. Oh. But it's, it's not a competition all, either. It's literally all... 
It's all semantics. And I understand, I mean, I understand what Gio was saying, though it is hubris to say, like, this is because of me that this is happening. It's because the community has time after time said, y'all need to do better with casting drag queens that represent the actuality of the drag community. That's why we're seeing the show evolve is because people haven't been fucking quiet about it. And they've been standing up and saying, this is, this is what we need to see. And so it's great to see, I mean, Carrie fucking cornbread fucking out here doing it this season. It's very exciting to see. I definitely agree. Um, Every kiss begins with a K. <laughs> Every kiss begins with K. Oh. I said oh. a baby bump, Princess oh, Panocha. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> um, the, the entrance for June Jambalaya. She says, uh-huh. grab a fork, ladies. Jambalaya is served. I eat jambalaya with a spoon, bitch, and some bread to sop so it up. So is jambalaya I never... more of a dinner stew? It's it's the main main course and appetizer. <laughs> it's supposed to be like a stew. <laughs> it is an entree. <laughs> this is the, the thing is for me personally in general. I eat curry. I know it's served with a spoon, but I eat curry with a fork. So you know what, jambalaya, I would probably eat with a fork because I like to get the good chunks. Okay, well, there's some good chunks in this in the in with June Jambalaya. She got some good chunks. Her ass is real. It's all hers. She says she's yes. if Megan the Stallion and Phaedra Parks had a baby, and she's yeah. wearing she's wearing Poochie. Honey, it's and, Poochie, darling. And Cornbread says that June is a label whore. I I love you? Poochie. I love Poochie. Okay, Poochie Fiorucci. Fashion is the. <laughs> Fashion is the art. Designers are the gods. <laughs> Clats. Uh, we what live. Do you think of, what do you think of June's entrance look? It feels very... Cash. Yeah. But, like I said, you know, regarding Willow Pill, this is the first look that is unjudged, it's unscored, it's not even seen by the judges. So really, this is it the It is. The RuPaul's impression. a judge and she walks in. Well, and is sends RuPaul him to a, a judge? <laughs> RuPaul a judge. She's an earpiece. She, her earpiece is judging. She's a host. She will be the judge of that. But it's... It's very, it's an unscored look. So really you're performing this look for the other girls in the competition. So if this is what she said, this represents me. I'm comfortable. I can move in it. I can be sickening. Um, Could she? (laughs) I don't know. Because after looking at her promo photo, which her promo photo, I I venture to almost say that she almost won that promo. Walking in. Walking in so daytime yes. in this, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not mad at daytime because Willow Pill was in daytime, and I realized I said I love that, but I loved Willow's because it had a point of view and it, a built-in joke, and it was funny. Right. Um, right. It was I, meant to be humorous. I see. I see no reason to walk into the workroom in 2022 looking nice, and June does look nice. I see. Right. I would want to. I think that any girl who would walk into the workroom in 2023 
would want to look more than nice and have like an impact or a statement, you know, it's just not even yeah. like a big accessory or a big earring or at least one ring or something. And I don't know. I, I, yeah, I do. Know. I don't That's know what I mean. I, I would love to hear her point point of view uh, regarding this look because is it the most outstanding out of all the girls in the room? No, absolutely not. But that being said, the resources going into Drag Race, I mean, this compared to her Meet the Queens, the, the resources going into Drag Race are one thing. And then once you're on Drag Race and you can tell designers, oh, so I was on this, I was on this upcoming season of The Biggest Show on Television. I made it really it's far. Do you want to make my outfit for me for promo? It's a little different, which maybe that's why the look was so fiercely stepped up. But who knows? I, and I look forward to seeing what else we get from yeah. June Jambalai. I don't, I don't, um, you, you must be an amputee below the knee because you don't have a leg to stand on. You walked in and trash, bitch. <laughs> so I will not have you. Both times. Both yeah. times. Honey, you, but and they're also. I, I tried to put you at the curb. Orion's story is here. She says Imagine this a, being spoken into a hamburger. That is whistle toning? I thought Courtney was coming back. <laughs> no, uh, Courtney's got the cove, um, not and not Dante's cove either. Uh, was it a walkie-talkie? I think it was a was hamburger it phone. It's a hamburger oh. phone, and she was doing was whistle it tones. hissing? No, she was making that sound. No, that was Courtney. You could hear. Oh. It just takes a moment. That was her at Mardi Gras singing "Shallow." Making all the circuit queens oh. going, did it hit weird? What does that sound? <laughs> Let her live. I am. Blame it, blame it on my juice. Juice, blame it, blame it. Australia's renowned Lizzo impersonator, Miss Courtney. Oh, Coot Renee right. Act. Hello, RuPaul. We've been trying to reach you regarding your car's extended warranty. Oh, perfect. Oh, perfect. Well, then I just have one more question for you. Are you ready, Boots? I love this self-aware moment that she's playing straight to camera. She's, I think she knows the other girls won't get it and are kind of judging her for it, but she's resolute. She's stuck to it. And she looks very well put together. She looks great. The You could tell she was a little shaky on the delivery of this sort of... I mean, she really delivered... I think she had a... Very cerebrally, she had a lot going on in her mind as to how she wanted this to play out. Mm -hmm. She had a whole story she wanted to tell. I don't know if she successfully did that, but she looks fucking gorgeous. Sickening. And I feel like the entrances would get a lot better if they just offered the girls, a, you know, a little key. A writer. K, K or Coke. Right before they go around to the, or, or some ice cubes for their nipples. Just, you, you I need said to, a writer, you said a fucking a bump in the nose. I mean, one of the most legendary producers of Drag Race, Matthew Anderson, said to Detox that she needed a bump. Where was this during season five? And she said, where was the Coke? <laughs> <laughs> Give me a bump and I'll deliver. <laughs> yeah, it's, I really... I, uh, well, the Real Housewives get writers for their catchphrases. I'm assuming. Oh yeah, right. I just figured I mean, their they gay best must. friends did it. Uh, they must. So I don't know. I mean, I think a consultation with if you have a strong idea of what you want to do, you're going to do what you want to do anyway. But maybe I don't know. It, it, did someone say in and out 
regarding uh oh they were talking Kevin about Klein? the burger they were oh, talking yeah. about they weren't talking about orion no they were like they in were. and out she's first out <laughs> they uh, were right in and out um i do i do understand what you're saying about writers though before i walked into the workroom they asked do you know what you're gonna say and i said i'll probably just talk to the other girls and then they said well what would you say if you were the first girl in there and that's when and I knew said, I was the first girl in there. I said, I'm yeah. going to start licking stuff and put my butt on things. Well, if, and if you've it, never stopped since. <laughs> Is somebody drinking? Is somebody drinking on the pod? <laughs> oh my God, she's drowning. Let's take a break. But when we come back, I want to <laughs> hear your 2022 entrance line. If we come back. <laughs> okay. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is an all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time all in one place all on your terms. We all know everything is online these days and it's important to stand out. Good web design will engage your audience. You know it's true. Right, and the business needs a website to feel real. And that's why Squarespace is so important. The good people at Drag Queen of the Year use it with great success. It's true, we did. We said we need a website and we need it fast. And guess what? Squarespace is fast and it looks really good. You don't have to know code or anything. Yeah, Squarespace has Fluid Engine, a next generation website design system. It's never been easier. Start with a best in class website template and customize every design detail with reimagined drag and drop technology for desktop or mobile. Plus, you can easily sell your products on an online store. Whether you sell physical, digital, or service products, Squarespace has the tools you need to start selling online. And the analytics are detailed and very helpful. Learn where your site visits are coming from and analyze which channels are most effective. You can even build a marketing strategy based on your top keywords or most popular products and content. They've got it all. So check out squarespace.com slash drag for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code DRAG, drag. to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com slash drag. Hello, my name is Maggie Morphosis, and I'm heading straight for the crown. <laughs> okay. Um, a, I heard that that she's definitely been with men. So she's bi. So it's Who a story hasn't? point. <laughs> okay. What, okay, they ask her is... to prove it? <laughs> mine is... <laughs> Thank you, God, for all this pod. Listen to me chew, baby. Yes, yes, God. <laughs> That's good. Thank you. That is good. Uh, so we got seven new queens. Um, and I they get a video I, message. I, but before we get this video message, I heard that Orion's story, someone wrote in to my DMs. He said that he heard... That RuPaul never had a queen from Michigan before because she went to Michigan and she had a bad time at the gig. 
And she said, no, no Michigan girls will ever be on now. And I had to write back to this guy. I was like, hey, that gig you're talking about was at Murray and Peter's old club. And they paid her $10,000. And then the first thing she said when she walked out on stage is, somebody give me a dollar. Who's got some money for me? And they were very mad. Mm-hmm. Murray especially, because he had paid her five digits to be there. And then she asked for ones <laughs> from the crowd. And she didn't do a bit of shit. She wore a cowboy hat with a hard front. Which I'm not mad. If you wanted Who a specific it? look, you, <laughs> exactly. If you wanted a specific look, you should have asked for a specific look, Murray. But um, thank you for the job for Christmas Queens, and I'll see you on the next tour. <laughs> a girl, uh, do I, I think it's a grudge against the entire great state of Michigan? No. Hailing from the great <laughs> state of Michigan. Well, we get a video message from Ms. RuPaul that says, My queens, welcome to RuPaul's Drag Race, a magical place, no doubt, where you can go tuck yourself or let it all hang out. So open your heart and take a deep dive, because <laughs> queen, you better pop that pussy if you want to survive. Deep dive? Is that us? Listen, look look Thank at the, the doors we've opened. Honestly, I, I mean, it's a dog door, but still, we've opened it. And we're holding it, and some raccoons got in. Oh my God, is that a nutria? We have wedged it open. Uh, um, so I like that they added this um, uh, tremendous, suspenseful music for RuPaul coming into the workroom, as they should. This is a big moment. It's the first time you, the girls are seeing RuPaul. I liked mm-hmm. it. Um, RuPaul says that drag races all over the world, but America's mm-hmm. cunt is finger licking good. <laughs> oh my God. She says, don't, don't do no half step in because the competition has already started and one queen will go home before they meet the other half of the season wow. 14 girls. Yep. So she's just letting Magnolia. them know this is what's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, Magnolia Crawfording about. Mm-hmm. Trawdadding. Um, the mini challenge is a freaky photo shoot with Albert Sanchez. Um, freaky. I think he's Gilles Ben-Simon's cousin. Um, and the queens are on the lip sync wheel of death from season 13's finale. They took Candy's picture off, I think. <laughs> so funny. Oh. And then they put Jada on, and then Simone's still there, and Jada's there. Evie was there. Evie? Yeah, it's the main season winners from the last three. Got Have it. we ever had a queen from Maine? Mini anna Maine. Uh huh. Um, Minerva. Dominion. If you're in, <laughs> Dominion, Minerva, Maine. <laughs> um, Anna Louise. If anybody's ever looking for a gig in Michigan or a queen or in Maine, please hit me up because I need to perform there in 2022 to satisfy um, a goal that I have. Okay. Uh, the girls are really feeling it. And June Jambalaya says, this, oh girl, this just got real. And so the girls go in and they are on a spinning wheel of doom. Last uh, chance doing forgot a photo to be. Shoot. <laughs> How do you think you would be doing uh, in this challenge? Baby, I know you, you know don't I'm glue your sides on your lace, so <gasps> you might be in a little trouble. Wow. Don't you think? You no. would want a spirit gum. You would want a spirit gum. Last chance forgot to be. <laughs> last, last call forgot to be, dolls. I think I'd be fine because on season four, I had a leave out around my perimeter. So I would have been just hunky-dory, honey. <laughs> you would have been. You so go fuck yourself, you garbage queen. 
How would you, you have gone done? through a windstorm? I would have been a mess. I, you would have been winsome no. after, after. I would have. I would have been very winsome. That ratty sure. Kenelika calm fiber would have been caught in the wheel. We would have had to call yeah. AAA. It would have been a yeah. blowout. Call the AAA um, girls. Honey, uh, they also Courtney's- fix automotive cars. <laughs> um, I think I would have done good. I don't get motion sick. Um, and I could have. I probably would have inadvertently grabbed the pit crew's underwear and yanked them as I was spinning. Ah, uh, yes. That it would have been an accident, you. though. Yeah. yeah. What would you have this, done? Uh, well, it looked like Carrie Colby Vomited, was then almost drowned. A- Right, yes, and then quit, um, <laughs> and then made it to the final three. Yes, that's what I would have done. And then some light um, racketeering. G- <laughs> Carrie Colby had a really difficult time of it from the looks of it, but she ends up winning, and she wins $2,500 courtesy of J.J. Malibu. Mm-hmm. She says, okay, great, thanks. <laughs> they make some cute stuff, too. They sent me some crap. I loved them. Um, yeah. Rue is just having a great time this season, cracking herself up. She's saying, oh, it's June jambalaya. You get the mango and the celery and the, I don't know what goes in jambalaya. Really loving it. Really yeah. feeling it. Now, what is the maxi challenge this time around? The maxi challenge is they're all going to be performing at the prestigious Charisma, Nerve, and Talent shows, the CNTs, mm. where the only mm. thing that's missing is you. <laughs> Very funny. That takes got, a minute. I got to give it to Tom Campbell. That one was good. Um, mm-hmm. But before the maxi challenge, all the queens are going to get out of drag. Um, yes. And there are some transformations. I think everybody agrees that Alyssa is the hottest out of drag. She's the trade of the Everyone season so far. Everyone wants to fuck Alyssa. Cornbread says, that's a handsome Latin man. Yes. Everyone wants to fuck Alyssa Hunter. Um, Willow, Willow looks like a cartoon of um, Casper <laughs> if Casper became a real boy. Oh, yeah. You're absolutely right. Definitely, uh, right? Yeah. Bosco. And Bosco. Bosco! Looks like a hooker from, from Boardwalk Empire. Right. Who douches with She bleach. goes from this this very, like, Violet Tchotchke sort of pinup kind of 1940s kind of vibe to, like, Total Seattle, just like Girl, unruly hair. It's giving drain clog, sun and jinx. <laughs> we love a good transformation. That's what this first beat of every episode is about. I I love this episode. Um, Rue already comes in for um, walkthroughs before the talent squeak, squeak. show. <laughs> and um, <laughs> she says... Carrie Colby come come to the stage first and then they talk about the Colbys. And yes. Carrie mentions that the Colbys are modeled after the Dynasty Colbys after Rue asked her some herstory. And uh, Carrie's a Dallas girl, which makes sense because Dallas does breed some lovely dolls. Hey, Crystal. Girl. You know, the Davenports are from there also. Sapphire mm-hmm. Davenport just had her birthday show. Happy birthday, Sapphire! Hi. Um but the Colbys are mostly a Hawaii-based family, I think, right? Yes, and just gorgeous. Mm-hmm. RuPaul um, asked Carrie about her mom. Mm-hmm. They're already getting to the trauma early. What are you feeling? Um, Get it in. And she says, are you still friends with her? And Carrie says, it's evangelical. Her mom's evangelical. And so it's a tricky mm-hmm. relationship, which yeah. I, I never turned to her because my mom. Well... 
um that's why it's called trick daddy not trick mommy we're we're just at the beginning of 2022 so anus (laughs) thing is possible um june has a walkthrough and she says i'm clatchet which is classy and ratchet Mm -hmm. uh she's eight years long in los angeles originally from jacksonville florida and she's going to be doing an african dance for her talent performance um i'm pretty sure it's dance african dance um dance rue says that um orion story's audition tape was introspective um which i don't really know what that means does that mean like someone who thinks about themselves yes and very cerebral and like wanting to maybe tell a story or tell jokes that it's not so much about other people getting the humor of it but the humor being there for the artist that's what i think it is okay that's where i think she's coming from well she's planning to do a comedy skit and she says skit <laughs> so we know where the this is going four go. letter word mm-hmm. <laughs> um and skit if you if you rearrange the letters it spells what rupaul does when she sees a bad one yes um so willow pill comes up to the stage and she says Mm -hmm. rupaul says to willow you're an oddball aren't you (laughs) yes i am and i love darkness (laughs) rupaul is like jackpot motherfuckers she does give good soundbite because she mentions um the darkness comes from being sick a lot and having chronic illness called cystinosis which fuels her mm-hmm. comedy, but also grows crystals in her eyes. And, you know, that makes RuPaul giggle. Yes. And it's, you know, anytime that you can make somebody laugh and understand you a little bit more and understand where you're coming from, I think Willow's one to look for, sure. for look out for. And she mentions she's got a connection to Evie, who's a past winner that RuPaul, like, yes. pees for. So um, her talent show, when she says she's going to do a lip sync about self-care, it's a little... Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, okay. <clears throat> and it's... Well, it's a we'll see moment. Well, you have a lot of work to do and not a lot of time to do it. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what you said last week, too. Willow Pillow. Girl, Rue is just going to butcher this poor person's name for weeks on end. Yes, that uh, that I have no doubt. I don't know a lot of spoilers from this season, but that is a spoiler I'm prepared to give on this podcast. I do. RuPaul will be saying, woo, 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 woo. <laughs> A werewolf for pill. As many Not a big pill, a werewolf pill. For as many episodes as Miss Willow Pill may or may not be there, we will be hearing that. That I am sure of. Why don't you just stick it And they filmed Willow? it in three days. Uh, the, the next day, the dolls walk into the workroom. Uh, <laughs> Cornbread says, I'm very excited. There's a few butterflies in my stomach. No tea, no Asia hair. <laughs> Cornbread's hilarious. Not afraid to reference or not reference. Butterflies are free, though. Um, We're going to take a break. Some butterflies just got in. Is that a moth? It's a moth. Okay. Bye. Bye, bitch. some mirror chats among the girls they're getting ready for the big cnt's uh talent 
pageant. Mm-hmm. Um, and Alyssa is telling everyone she's going to be playing the electric guitar for her talent. I can't, you know, I can't wait to see chords plugged in. I mean, she's to not the, the um, instrument. She's not the only girl to lie about her talent show. Cornbread said that she was going to eat 160 hot dogs. <laughs> she does. She did. Sometimes you throw off the other girls with a little bluff. Yeah. Um, nothing wrong with I that. <laughs> Bosco says that she's going to do a burlesque number with a lot of moving Bosco. parts. So she hopes it goes well. <laughs> um, and watching the person that created it with all the magnets and how it was done and everything is just, it's a pretty extraordinary um, construction. Gorgeous to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, Carrie talks about being from the South and uh, saying they need some Jesus, even though they claim to be all about Jesus, which I agree. I hear you. Cornbread uh, on the Jesus tip says that she was at church and she was told that her belly was full of demons as a shame tactic and they were pushing on her gut and she farted on the pastor. <laughs> now, your belly has been full of demons once Honey, or twice, well, hasn't it? I mean, <laughs> skew in the belly, skew in the belly, tie in the wind, tie in the wind. <laughs> and if you're not familiar with Nell, I'll be doing that as my talent on All Stars 18. <laughs> Nell. You'd have to call her Jodie Foster. You'd have oh, yeah. to call her Jodie Foster. Mm-hmm. The rules. I definitely would. Um, do you think that the <laughs> the um, the mirror message, the mess, the video message in this is a ripoff of Dracula? Yes. Me too. The 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 first glue stick strike on the eyebrow and then suddenly they're like attention competitors, attention competitors. And they all freak out and run around. Yes. Oh, yes. It's the best I, part of Dragula if you ask me. The video message is, "Hey queens, it's me, Lizzo. Look over there." <gasps> and then Lizzo oh, walks the hell in. I thought it was Courtney Looking- Act. Dun Osha. <laughs> yes, Marco Monroe. He did her up. So fabulous. We love Lizzo. We're obsessed with her. And she comes right into the workroom. She says, I'm not supposed to be here. How did you get here? Nobody's supposed to be here, but I did it anyway. And hello. I And has a little pep talk with the dolls. Mm-hmm. Uh, Drops it low. Shows them how it's done. And then... Um, fabulous. The dolls finish painting and we hit the main stage for an impromptu. Okay. Um, I think they, I think what <laughs> happened here, impromptu? I think what happened here is they must have filmed the dress rehearsal and then Rue twisted her ankle like Valentina in Rent. Oh. And um, that was this because this felt RuPaul was marking, honey. She, if, if she, RuPaul was in the talent show, she would have been in the bottom. The dancers That's... wouldn't have been in the bottom, even though some of them were verse bottoms. But this was a marking number. She was marking. It was almost park and barky. But she moved this at is... the end. Listen, okay, I will go to bat for RuPaul. I will go to the ends of the earth for this person who has changed the world who has changed my life forever, who has changed the the art form of drag forever, who has changed the cultural landscape of the world forever. This is an icon. Do I think that right before the talent show, we need to see RuPaul doing not what RuPaul does best? Do, do I think we needed this? 
for the whole song. It could have been 15 seconds long and really impactful and the dance, and she does like an extravagant, like beefed up walk down the runway. I'm here for it because we're going to buy this song Catwalk. We're going to be all singing it and humming it and buying it any day now. Do we need to see the whole song like kind of stepped through? Do we need that? Right before the talent show? Mm-hmm. I don't think we do. This is a mid-tempo, mid-tempo, middling mess. That's what it is. I'm glad they got the nude illusion together, but showing she Lizzo grooving to it, it's, I didn't know Lizzo was an actress also, but it's, she the is. dancers are the best part of it. The dancers are the best part of it. She's, the dancers the ost- are great. The ostrich on the shoulder is like, Long and stringy? I've never seen stringy ostrich. <laughs> Have you? If it, you know what? She owns the show. Her name is on the show. She can do whatever the fuck she wants. And you know what? She's not in the bottom for the talent show because it's her fucking talent show. So she doesn't have anything to prove to any of us. I'm just saying we could have gotten to know the girls a little bit more rather than... How long was this sequence? Too long. Do we have a time stamp? (laughs) Um, And I wouldn't say that It felt longer than it was. RuPaul wasn't a part of the talent show. She was part of the show. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> because I didn't see no talent in that one. <laughs> but and, the um, very impartial judges say that was so fabulous. Oh my god! I think I think Ross's gastric sleeve is a little too tight because they he's just beside himself with pleasure over RuPaul's performance. Um, Lizzo's say also gastric sleeve. Are you sure you don't want to cut that out? Doesn't it? No. Sound... No. Doesn't she lost. I... Ross lost a lot of weight, and I'm assuming it's from a gastric sleeve. There's nothing wrong with saying that because for years he's been he's been up and down. He had a Weight Watchers campaign. He's been very public about yes. it. I've battled my weight demons, so I can make a I can make a funny with my sister Ross. There's demons in your belly. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes the demons get on my lashes too. You've seen that. <laughs> Demons in your throat. Demons in your back. No demons in my wig. Oh, <laughs> oh gosh. Um, oh my god. This, this, Ru- does, does this mean RuPaul's gonna be on Work the World? <laughs> I, I, you know what? Fine, if she wants to do that. And the thing is, the thing that's a bummer about this is that we're talking about that performance rather than talking about how amazing she looked because she looked really, really gorgeous. But instead, we were just sort of like watching this, this like number keep Walk going through. on and on. And RuPaul wasn't really into it or in it. The dancers could have been a verse uh, and a chorus. You're right. Yes. It could have been a quick little boot scoop because I love mm-hmm. seeing RuPaul do anything. Same. I just like show off the outfit, like get to the end of the runway. Yeah. And honestly, nobody was tipping either. <laughs> like they should have cut it at the bridge. Oh, the, the floor was not hot. <laughs> uh, um, so money the first... on the floor. <laughs> um, the first girl up to the stage is Miss June Jambalaya. Yes. And... Um, there must have been jumping beans in the jambalaya because she is she is jumping. She has an active spirit and a roaming headband. And the 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 clip that they cut to RuPaul 
at the judging table. Mm-hmm. First, they have Lizzo like doing the head jut, like she's into it, like she's mm-hmm. bobbing and jutting her neck out. Yes. And then RuPaul is doing the thing where she's smiling, but you could tell she's thinking about something <laughs> terrible. And she's like, <laughs> it's yeah. it's like it's like when you think you grab the comet, but it's the Windex, and you're like, well, I guess it'll work. <laughs> right. And it's unfortunate because the performance itself was really, really great. But it's the headband of doom that wasn't, you know, secured in whatever way it needed to be. And then the undergarments, it it wasn't, there were things working against her, unfortunately, in this performance. Definitely. Um, I thought Bosco's Bosco! uh, performance was a, a little more successful. And um, yes. even though there was less going on, she took her clothes off. It was all in Honey, the costume. the doors that Violet Chachki opened. That's all I'll say. She, she invented didn't... nudity. <laughs> um, I Is think that Coco that... Shay's Lounge from All Stars 2? <laughs> Is it the it same could, one? It could, it could very well be. I, I am wondering how they cleared the Nicki Minaj songs, but they couldn't clear Coco's Janet mix. You know, they're very well, picky. Well, times have changed. What... And Nicki was on the show. There were a couple In a few short they- years, times have changed and the girls are clearing some, you know, copyrighted music, which is great. Good. That's how I, it should be. I like that Bosco had the rose in his uh in his uh butt tape at the end of the song. Yeah. Just hearkening back to look at me, I'm a rose, no thorns. She looked great. It was clean and it was it was a well done burlesque number for sure. She looked great. Mm-hmm. Not mad. Um, Alyssa Hunter is giving us rock and roll, uh, playing in quote unquote the guitar. Yeah, this for me was um, I I not as successful. I, I, I yeah, I love the hair. She looks beautiful. I wish she had on a panty. You know when someone does mm. a printed nude illusion suit and then they don't have a panty and it just feels like. You know where you're looking and should see some some junk. There is no junk, Penny and it just feels like the, the the tights ride a little low, not as like tight to the fucking chode as they should. Right, that's what it's giving me. And she's so polished that like, you know, yeah, I, I can't find much to complain about. But I don't connect with the song. I don't connect with the thrashing, and there's actual. Yeah. There's actual people from Drag Race that do play instruments on stage and do things that require talent. And this is just faking a talent. It's not that interesting to me. Right. And she seems more than interesting just from what I've seen of her outfits. It seems like there's something more that she could do. But this proves that she does love a prop because first she has the bow and arrow. Second, she has the guitar. Third, she has the umbrella. So and there's nothing wrong with you know loving props. I stop I relying on that, that prop department. She's just so gorgeous and stunning. She literally could have done something where she just stood there, and it probably would have served her better in this challenge. But she yes. wanted to go outside the box. So good for her. I get it. Um, she Carrie, wanted to shoot an arrow and have it go real high. So good for hooray her. for her. Hooray for her. <laughs> shoot an arrow. Carrie Colby comes out um, giving schoolgirl and she starts jumping uh-huh. rope. And I, I will say this. I was massively entertained by this whole performance. Um, yeah. They, and they showed her, they showed the jump rope getting caught at one point and not going around all the way. So mm-hmm. they were, 
they were at least fair with the edit because on this edit, they show, they give music video tactics where like they kind of tilt the screen a little bit and then it goes the other way and it zooms in and zooms out. They really give Carrie a great edit, but they do yeah. show, they do Excitement show the edit. Yeah. And I, I wish that they were as fair to all the girls because they could have made wow. June's number just as exciting and chose not yes. to show her pantyhose, but they, they did. Yes. And that's, you know, that's how it goes. Uh, they are telling a story. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of story, Orion's story uh, mm. comes out and does sort of a sort of a crystal method kind of uh, trailer park workout routine, right? It's giving me Katya in college. Mm, yeah, very that. And and she and she tried college. God. <laughs> Very that type of moment for sure. Yeah. Um. She. Um. I bet she had a lot of fun out there. Right. Period. But she said she admits later that she kind of pulled it out of the fucking you know pulled it out of her hat and I think it it showed it was it was um. It was weird. I mean, it was, you know, it was sort of watching and sort of being like, I don't know what's going to happen next, which is a talent. But when you're up against other girls doing what they're doing, it's not it. It didn't really stand up, unfortunately. Yeah, I think a little bit of underscoring would have gone a long way, too, if she had some music Mm. to go along with it, just so she could know where she was to hit what beats and things like that. Maybe a big shablam at the end or some sort of like great like impact. Because it was just kind of like at like 70% the whole way. And I never got yeah. to like a 95, 100% moment from her really. And I did want to see more. But yeah. um, not of that performance. <laughs> well, Cornbread brings this original song. Uh, this is phenomenal. I'm obsessed. Every Everything was... This, this was a well-oiled machine. She had... The funny props, the stone bag, the great hair, the great outfit, mm-hmm. the jokes. Mm-hmm. She knew where the cameras were. Lizzo was eating it up mm-hmm. before she even had a spoon, honey. She borrowed Junjabalaya's fork. She was And fucking... the Merle Ginsburg milk carton. Oh, yeah. so fucking funny and good. And those tiny well, details are what they look for. And those are the things that can put you across the finish line. Baby, this is an L.A. girl. And this is a girl that knows how to entertain <laughs> And they know how to, she's been on sets before. She said she's here to eat all the craft service. She called it crafty even. Like she's, she's not new and you can tell. And she, she is right where she belongs in this spotlight. It's so wonderful to see her here. Um, It's lovely. And every, everybody, they're, they're cutting to everybody in this performance. The girls are going crazy for her. They love it. The judges, the judges are living. It's, it's a, it's a full on Salute for Cornbread this week. Salute. Deep salute. And Willow finally, Pill. in the talent show, we have Willow Pill or Will. Willow I think it's Willow Pill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how she does a performance now. art piece too to an Enya song, which um, I'm sure Enya got her coins for her castle and her cats. Good. Um, but there's a bubble bath on stage, and she does this yeah. self care routine where she pours bath oils in and then she takes a sip of wine and pours it in then she goes to a table with spaghetti and meatballs and eats it with her hands in white yes uh-huh. and rupaul is just like what the f- 
fuck? Yeah. And then she pours the spaghetti and meatballs in the tub. And then Ross is Ross is just worried because he's like, those carbs? Um, he's, he's about to dive in the tub after because he looks hungry. Um, yeah. And then she has a she strips, which she wears this little pink. I you yes. know I have this you know I have this outfit right. Well, you better I would hope. Bloom. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, and then she puts t- the toast out of the toaster into her mouth, and then she shoves the toaster in the bathtub, and uh-huh. then she gets in, and it's just wild and wacky and altogether yes. a can a good time. Yeah, and this is, I mean, it could be compared to what Orion's story was doing. However, where this succeeded was it had a sort of progression. It had a finale built into Mm -hmm. it. It had a story uh, beginning, a middle, and end, and a progression. And it was very successful. It was very strange uh, and very um, impactful. And the judges fucking loved it. I can tell you why it was also a success in the end, because... Nobody, nobody doesn't like surprises with the performance. Everybody likes to be guffawed at the end and like, what? Like, yes. like, and she had a shock at the end where you were like, what the fuck did I just watch? Yes. Um, whereas Orion's was, what the fuck did I just watch? Right. Yeah. There wasn't um, a big kaboom at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, now, should we discuss the girls' runway looks? Signature I mean, show-stopping drags? If you deem it pertinent. I do. Let's do it. Uh, June Jambalaya looked beautiful. She had a sparkly nude illusion jumpsuit train on each arm. I loved this. I thought she looked really great. I loved it too. I wish I, I, I saw immediately what Michelle was saying though in the comment about seeing her hip pad or the dark short or mm. something something that she had on yeah. underneath. Um, but it was it was uh, in the wide. It was beautiful when you get up close. There were a, a few fit things and whatevers, but sure. not mad. Um, but yeah. again, the devil's in the details. And I'm not talking about Bosco, but she is looking like a devil again in this sparkly <laughs> right. black bodysuit with devil horns on the titties and the head. Yeah. She's definitely bringing looks this season, clearly. This is, I mean, it's so clean from head to toe, detailed, gorgeous, loving yeah. it. Yeah. She's put together for sure. Um, sure. Alyssa is like a gold My Fair Lady silhouette with ostrich mm-hmm. and fringe. Beautiful. <sighs> oh my God. Gorgeous. Exquisite. Love this. Love this. She looks absolutely radiant. Yeah. I loved it. Carrie uh, Colby. <laughs> yes. is She's a Leo, so she's wearing lions on her shoulders. And then her whole uh-huh. outfit is just covered in K's. And this is supposed to be signature. What's the category again? Signature show-stopping drag. Yeah. So she bought all the consonants, honey. I love this coat, though. Yeah. That coat is fucking. Bomb. You know, I basically have that coat, right? It's co- It's. Well, can I borrow it today and tomorrow and for all of mm-hmm. my yesterdays? Just use the sign-out sheet, please. It's uh the Cavalli in the back of the first section. <laughs> Cavalli with a K? Cavalli with 35 Ks? No, Cavalli with a C, much like Car Cavalli, Roxy's daughter. Every Cavalli begins with a K. You already know. Um, Orion's story is next. 
Uh, wow, three breasts. Wow, Willem, the doors that Orion's story opened for you to trot through. Um, do you, would you like to address this? N- actually, it's not an address. It's pants. Would you like to address? <laughs> would you like to address the fact that you are wearing a triple-breasted look in the promo look of this podcast for this season? Was it inspired by Orion in the supercut, or was it just timing? Yes. Did you even know? Were you even thinking about it, or had you even thought about it? <laughs> um, <laughs> thank you, Chanel. Uh, Orion, Orion is not the first girl to do three titties. Um, I've been doing it for a long time. And these little Mm. puffy finger things, it's giving me Dr. Seuss hooker. I'm not mad at this look. I love her eye makeup (laughs) with the blue dots. I think she looks really cool and I wouldn't wear it, but at least it's something that we haven't seen before. And it's got a point of view and a perspective. And I think it would look great in the dark or, um, at her house. I like that bodysuit though. The very I, it tiny is, it is all stoned and all stuff, and I do like it, just not for me or for. I'm not giving her any money in that, because gloves are never clean. Well, I don't want to touch thought, it. I thought she looked cool, me too. and it definitely was was telling a story. And she has clearly eaten acid in her life, and I'm glad that that informs her art. Yeah, because it's really cool, and and nothing we've ever seen before. Yes. Uh, Cornbread comes out in this sparkle corset and gloves with Mm -hmm. the hood. That good Mm peri-meek fabric of those rhinestones. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I I think the body is right. The gloves are right. Everything is right. But I would have liked like a little a little something up top like even if it was just like one like mall bang jelly roll something to give the hood a little bit of height the way that rupaul did it when she wore her hood on season four the seminal season season four you may have seen it um i've heard of it yeah i I think you you went in watched it you you went in for it right but they i think they passed (laughs) they passed on you um so (laughs) cornbread looks lovely she really does. And I love the, I think the fact that she didn't wear, you know, and it, she was bald head underneath that sparkle hood. I thought that took it to couture for me. See, I, I thought, I, I thought that took it to Bond villain instead of Bond girl. I'm, I'm fine with a Bond villain on the runway. Me too. I thought she looked really cool. I, and I just, her proportions were very, it was very avant-garde. Mm-hmm. I liked what she did with that look. I think you're wrong. Um, <laughs> Will- <laughs> and but she sealed the deal with a good white pump and honey if there's one thing a good oh, la girl knows is you need a good white pump nothing wrong with it nothing wrong with it let's uh know. willow pill willow pill is giving green bodysuit green hair blue jacket headphones the doors that pearl opened with the headphones the doors that pearl has opened I think who's um, having that conversation. I think Jay McCarroll opened the door when he used headphones in his seminal 2002 Project Runway final collection. And then it trickled down to Pearl Liaison. Best Buy bargain basement that you found those headphones in. (laughs) This color is. You're still blithely underwear. (laughs) 
would would you call this color that Willow Pill is wearing a lapis or a, a cerulean? Chartreuse. It's it's Michelle Visage's kryptonite, is what it is. I'm talking about the blues, which we bitch, love. not the greens. Oh, the blues. Get it together. The blues. The blues. Honey, these eyelashes are giving me the fucking blues. Do you know what that's from? <laughs> no. It's from Pageant. And uh, Alina Maletti, I believe, is in the mirror and she's these eyelashes are giving me the fucking blues. And rips her fucking eyelashes off and starts <laughs> starts them over. I mean, sometimes you just gotta. We're gonna sometimes take, you we're gonna take to, a break so you can put not... on a lash. I see you under those glasses. You don't have a lash on, do you? Oh now, do do not bring my individual lash extensions into this right now. They need an extension. Please. They need time and a half. Because they ain't even there, Why don't we go- We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. I'm going to report you to management. This is the third time. I thought this isn't something that I'll say a lot, but I thought the judges had valid critiques and concerns. Oh my gosh, you heard it here first. We are switching it up this season on Race Chaser. We switch it up. And I'm going to say, how fucking dare they say anything that they had to say. We're switching. We're, We're switching, switching positions. Switch it up. Switching the positions <laughs> for you. Uh, so Ju- <laughs> Ju- June has told, obviously, all the things that um, are hurtful. That are make that make her cry because she is yeah. This is hard. Michelle says we your headband was falling. We saw your control top tights, and you had some sort of bike short thing going on, and she starts to cry, and I feel for her. Yeah, and this is the thing. If there if it was the full roster of fourteen girls. We'd probably she would have been safe and she would have scooted through. But when there's only seven, it's. Tiny details, ka 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 ka. You like, and that's unfortunate. And she really feels the brunt of the judges' critiques in this moment, straight off the bat. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lizzo tells Bosco that she has glamour and talent, um, and charm. Bosco, <laughs> yes, which she does. Um, Alyssa Hunter, they say her uh. Her talent was one note, but it was unique to drag. It was unique. Unique. I thought it was unique. I'm feeling entertained. RuPaul does give a good note, and she says that uh, the talent portion is a chance to introduce yourself and to show the world who you are, and that she should have done that for her talent, which is something I... And you may want to record this, because I agree with RuPaul. Yeah. Wow. This is a season of first. Y'all wanted a twist, eh? Um, for sure. Yeah. And I don't. I don't see Alyssa Hunter as the rock and roll queen of the of the year in any way. She was showing variety when she should have just done something more straightforward, probably. Yeah. I definitely agree. Carrie Colby is told that they, she should have gotten to her jump rope sooner. Um, and Michelle mm-hmm. thinks she should have pushed herself to be all the way stupid. Um, sure. Yeah. Um, Orion, um, Lizzo says she's uncomfortable because of that. 
because of Orion's story. Um, and the character was almost there, but just needs to be a little bit more workshopped. And yeah. Ross was saying, where are the jokes? Ross hit it on the, on the head, you know? He just said, you need yeah. to have that punch, joke, 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 joke. And he's right, louder, faster, funnier. Yes. Not softer, quippier. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. He said she was like Katya in college. <laughs> Cornbread is told by Michelle that she saw the fishnets and they were ripped. Um, but her runway look is lovely. Um, mm-hmm. She she says she couldn't understand all the lyrics in Cornbread's song. But yeah. I, I, underst- it- I understood them. And maybe... Maybe, I mean, we all know Michelle loves a lackadaisical white girl rap. We've heard track number nine on The Bodyguard and her her, okay. her white girl whisperings in Lovely Day. Lovely Why day. is that a shade rattle? White girl whisperings? I'm white. That's not an insult. But Lovely she, day. She's, Here we go. Lovely day. Well, it's not all that either. <laughs> Listen, it was, the it was a B-side on this. You see how much can change with the editing of underscoring. You, this is the, these are the lessons we're trying to teach on race. Jason. Honey, when you get it, it's thunderscoring. Uh, thunderscoring. Um, but seriously, Cornbread brought her own signature self-produced track and gave it a fully, just really knocked it out of the park uh, with this performance. And the judges say. Yes. I mean, we're, we're not biased or anything, but the LA girls were the best in this talent show. The LA girls know how to fucking entertain because in LA, if you're not entertaining, they will go smoke in the middle of your number. There's no waiting until the end of your number. The LA girls know this. Yeah. Uh, Willow yes. Willow Pill is um, told that Michelle and Lizzo don't appreciate her look. Michelle loved her talent. Ross was confused. Rue says, I got it and I fucking loved it. Yes. And then RuPaul says, silence, RuPaul, I've heard enough. (laughs) Yes. RuPaul's having a good time. And I like to see that. Uh, And the winner is winner, 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 chicken necklace. (laughs) Cornbread the Snack Jeté wins a cash prize of 5,000 Zwolas. And that makes the safe girls. The The safe girls are Bosco, Willow Pill, Carrie Colby, and Alyssa Hunter. And that leaves the bottom two with June Jambalaya and Orion's story. Yes. The lip sync song is a Lizzo. song by the one and only Lizzo, Water Me. Um, uh, Water Me. Water Me. Oh, that's that's different. No, I love that Lizzo song. Um, I think that this lip sync is... The doors that Lizzo opened for ABBA. That's all I'm saying. Prove me wrong. I I haven't heard this Lizzo song before. I hadn't either, but she said single. Oh, okay. She didn't want to give him one I'm of the singles. She said I'm going to promote this. She said I'm going to promote this doll. Learn learn my B-sides cuz they're all good. So <laughs> learn it. Learn it, live it, love it. Um Orion's wig reveal. To this Morgan Fairchild throw and go. I liked it. (laughs) I want it. Honey, we know know you love a Orion, if you're listening, 
We know you Can love- I borrow the Morgan Unfair Child? <laughs> the, the underneath wig. I really like that short blonde cropped. It was like Faith Hill when she cut her hair off. It's giving Ellen Barkin and Switch. <laughs> and that's very specific. But Ellen Barkin and Switch is also like what I like to call the soft Sonique because it's kind of like a, a long Sonique haircut too. Ooh, and Ellen Barkin just kind of looks like Sonique, like she could be her mom. Yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I, I'm not mad at the wig reveal, but I'm also not pleased. <laughs> <laughs> it was, this was clearly June Jambalaya's moment. And she said, I have something to prove. I have to prove that I'm meant to be here. And she really did in this performance. Um, and Orion story leaves by saying, well, Boots, it's time to start walking. <laughs> I guess, are you ready, Boots? Start walking like Nancy Sinatra is like her thing. But she's not wearing boots. Okay. Well, here's... Okay, I'm going to say this now. I, and you can mark my words, I have a feeling, and I say this about everyone, but I really mean it. I have a feeling we haven't seen the last of Orion's story. I think there is something... Very captivating there. I think she has a very strong point of view. And I think if the timing was better and she had a little bit more time to develop what she's doing and her drag character, I think we can expect to see really big things from her. I think she's like a James Mansfield kind of character where it's like she got on Drag Race just kind of too early and it takes a little more time to really let the whole thing blossom. That's what I think is happening with Orion's story. And you can mark my words, everybody. Mark. Well, boots. Mark my words. Well, lips, it's time to start talking. <laughs> About what happened in Untucked. Because Untucked was... Untucked has some new um, audio at the beginning, and it's Candy Muse saying, if you don't have star quality, get the fuck out of here. She made the super cut. Nothing of course. wrong with that. Um, Good. Everybody's telling Willow that they judged her performance before the talent show, um, and she's convinced herself that she was going to get eliminated and go home first. And I did love that side pony. That side pony in the green, it gave me Gaga's pink ponytail when she was like with the skull guy. Skeleton, skeleton face. Very that. Yes. But in green. And I love anytime a pony is like, like thicker than your thigh at the base. Yeah. Thick pony, bitch. Yeah. And June goes through a sort of, I mean, sort of the inner, you know, dialogue that every queen probably goes through. I know, not you. But uh, that every queen goes through being on a new show like this, you're very fearful of being judged by everyone. The fandom can be so critical. And this, this tainted her performance because she ended up wearing tights that she didn't want to really wear and didn't plan to wear. But she did it because she was like, I don't want... To be judged sideways based on my legs when it ended up backfiring and that's what she was critiqued upon. So like this is something that the queens definitely deal with going into the show. Well, it's not hard to get sheer to waste. It says it on the outside of the box. You just got to pick up the right one.
fuck. I shouldn't have said that now. No, now they're all no. We'll edit that out. Don't you tell these bitches where to get stuff. Okay. Just bleep it. Yeah. It's definitely not next to... Can we plead enough about what you smoke? Okay. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> <Great>, bitch. <laughs> um, Orion says that she wasn't able to prepare for the talent show because she had to move and her cat was sick. Yeah. Right. Th- these are real things. Especially we're we're living still in a pandemic. These these are queens who are who are surviving through an economic disaster. And these are real things that the girls are having to, you know, contend with. Would you say Orion is living proof? She is living proof. Uh, And uh, again, timing, timing is everything. And sometimes when you get the call, it might not be the right time for you, but just stay tuned. You're you're not always there when they call, but you're, you're always on time. But I'm always on time. And uh, Cornbread gave it her all. Um, And so she puts on her Crocs and she calls them her Willows. Yes. Because of Willows flip-flops. Yeah. Well, this has been a compelling episode. (laughs) And next week is an all new... What? Oh, of Next. It was kind of boring. Boring. Really now we're boring. Under- oh wait. No, untucked. Oh, wait. I meant not you. Willum. 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 A wapwa. Willum Belli. A wapwa. I'll commend you both on your your Meet the Queens video that took the internet by storm this week. Everyone's been loving that. Honey, so Storm Aurora Monroe. We took it. We took it everywhere. <laughs> Aurora Sexton Monroe, darling. <laughs> Wait, there was one moment in um in Untucked that I really liked where Carrie was like being really sweet and she was like, you know, like you guys are just amazing performers and you're really great, but you should really learn that song now. <laughs> so sincere. It was like it was used as a cutaway to the commercial. It was like shade, but it was delivered so sweetly and so kindly like you two definitely need to go learn the words now you're gonna want to go to lyrics.com <laughs> yes yeah. we want to thank you so much for joining us for race chaser, chaser. Oh, this week oh. uh, i'm willem <laughs> i you're Willow, and I'm Alaska. <laughs> and we would love for you to write a review of our podcast once you've decided how great it is. And uh, don't forget to subscribe and take a moment to leave us a rating, too. That's right. And you can follow the dolls at Willem at the Only Alaska 5000 and find us on TikTok at Willem TikTok and at Alaska, Alaska, Alaska. Wow. We're on TikTok. Are we? Are we 14? Are we the the drama? I'm pretty sure we are the youthful drama that the internet is looking Mm -hmm. for. 40 year olds on TikToks. And our Race Chaser account (laughs) is at Race Chaser Pod. Our our mom My gender identity is 40 year old on TikTok. That's it. I'm a 40 year old non-passable CD looking for fun. Um, Our mom podcast account is at 
Oop. <laughs> I gotta go. Um, <laughs> our mom podcast account is mom podcast. <laughs> yeah. And plus, there's really exciting Who's? bonus content available now on patreon.com slash Willem. New videos are happening now. We just filmed some really fun stuff. And you can search for Race Chaser content by searching the hashtag Race Chaser or just scroll down and you'll find Yeah, it. we should put up with that um, Krispy Kreme sign. Hot and fresh whenever we have new videos. Um, you can email <laughs> You can email us at racechaserpodcast at gmail.com. Yes. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, bye-bye. Will-pill? Race Chaser is not endorsed by World of Wonder, Viacom, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. RuPaul's Drag Race and all names, pictures, audio, and video clips are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respective trademark and or copyright holders. Forever Dog. Race Chaser with Alaskan Willem is a Forever Dog podcast. Produced by Big Dipper. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Mixed and mastered by Will Pitts. Our theme song is Race Chaser by Alaska Thunderfuck. Oh.